0: hello and thanks for joining us two sharp chefs in a microphone here i'm lorraine moss chef journalist plant-based curious
1: and this is louis victor chef pro food photographer
0: and i'm a trietarian we'll explain that later (laughs) We started this podcast in memory of one of the best food culture ambassadors of all time, Anthony Bourdain. In his memory, we wanted to do the right thing and build a better sense of community among cooks, chefs, restaurant workers, and food lovers everywhere. Let's start with some words of wisdom and this podcast sharp quote. Do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. From the great Maya Angelou. I love that woman. I know. I know. So, I've been nerding out on food docs the last few months. You know this. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I've been easing into a more plant based lifestyle. I now eat plant based several times a week and uh, actually finally forced Mitch to watch Game Changers on Netflix that documentary whoa and he decided that he wanted to get rid of all the meat in our fridge eat it all up this week and start over plant based lifestyle that's amazing and this is amazing because this man's from Wisconsin and he grew up on cheese and venison and meat 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 for breakfast lunch snack and dinner uh-huh, unfortunately, like jerky snacks. So yeah. it was like meat, meat, meat. And, you know, he's a great guy and wants to do the right thing um, for many reasons. A lot of it had to do with the environment, the environment piece in that. Um, a lot of it had to do with the health piece in, in that uh, documentary. Have you seen it yet? Mm-hmm. I have not. Seen you have it yet. to see it. Yes. One of these nights. Just you're going to it's it. going to blow your freaking mind. It might change your life because well, it's it's going to change our lives, I feel like. It is a game changer, right? It's a game changer. Definitely. And you know it was around sports so that was an easy way to get him ah. to sit down for 70 or 80 minutes. It wasn't really that difficult. It moves really well. It's edited. It's James Cameron, Jackie Chan, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I mean, these are people that are just normal everyday people that have changed their lives um and seems like for the better um by going plant-based
1: plant so, is a way to
0: go. Yeah, it, for many reasons. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Louis and I are sort of, you know, trietarian slash plant-based curious. So, what is so, trietarian? <laughs>
1: Let's go explain it real quick. Louis coined this. <laughs> yeah, during, um, if you scroll back and uh, listen to one of our episodes, I think it was... No Butcher. No Butcher, yeah. When, when they uh, opened, uh, we sat down with them and uh, I coined the word trietarian because, like, I am willing to try any sort or type of diet. Yeah. Yeah, so...
0: I mean, you recently almost tried a, not eating a, a cocoon <laughs> or something in Vietnam. So yeah. that was well, that was uh, you didn't go that like, far. Semi live food. Yeah. Did Kai? Did Chef Kai try it? Of course. Yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. I, I don't know if I want to go on that Vietnam trip. <laughs> yeah, 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 you do. <laughs> it's
1: yeah, just I probably different. do. Actually, it's, it's a I lie. different
0: world <laughs> Um, and their
1: uh, their meat sources and their foods treated Basically, a very different way.
0: I, I would. I say understand that, but it's I, a more
1: honorable way. I but can see that. You kind of just need to get in there and just like keep an open mind, basically. Yeah. So like a, a real
0: triatarian, keep an open mind. Try it out. See if it works for you. Yeah. So because we're not experts yet. Uh Uh, We have a popular plant-based ambassador with us in this episode, Diana Edelman, founder of Vegans Baby, a website and business dedicated to providing plant-based resources, especially here in Las Vegas. Some cool facts about Diana. She has worked at an elephant sanctuary in Thailand. That's so freaking cool. Um, She curated the Vegas Vegan Dinner Series at the James Beard House, also very, very cool, and helped create a farm stand at Life is Beautiful this year for the first time. That's so awesome. Welcome, Diana. Hello. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me. All right. So we're going to start with the holidays. Okay. Christmas, Hanukkah, New Year's all coming up right now. So I, as I told you, I'm trying to transition into a more plant-based lifestyle. It's Mm -hmm. definitely a more plant-based lifestyle, but I would like to go all the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm really scared of (laughs) Tafurki. I've tried it before and I I don't love it. I don't hate (laughs) it, but I don't love it. Um, And I checked out your website, which... I was really turned on by the Mushroom Wellington. That looked like a really great idea. Mm -hmm. Wow! Um, Some other possibilities, like do I have to eat tofu? No, you don't have to eat tofu. I'm half Asian and I hate it. No, no, no. (laughs) You don't have to (laughs) eat tofu at all. Um,
2: As as the plant-based community has grown and as the demand in grocery stores has grown, there's tofurkey, which you don't have to do, field roast, all sorts of different um, holiday-esque main courses now there's okay. always kind of the idea of like to, like tofu or seitan or something right and in the middle there's um it could be stuffing it could be sausage all sorts of different things so um tofurkey is not your only option anymore okay good, <laughs> right. good 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 and mushroom gravy makes everything taste better
0: so <laughs> yeah i'd like to try a it mushroom gravy anything slathered
1: with mushroom gravy <laughs> is great right
0: and i don't hate vegan butter I've been doing it lately and it's actually
2: quite good. There are some good ones that are on the market and some good ones coming out right now that just, you know, it's not just earth balance anymore. I, but uh, I had Milkadamia the other day and that butter blew my mind. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I like the yes. Milkadamia
0: creamer. Mm-hmm. So. Well, if you mm-hmm. like that, you're going to love the butter. So it's a macadamia nut based creamer. Awesome. That's It's really good. It's got butter. like kind of, it's not super nutty. It's got like, just like that aftertaste of macadamia nuts and I love it in my coffee. So I learned that in California. So. Whoa. <laughs> As usual, they're a little bit oh, ahead of us. on right. Well, <laughs> just a little bit like four hours ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but it feels like <laughs> years. Yeah. Because we still have bags Listen, and that drives me crazy. It's like just
1: four hours away.
0: Yeah. I just, the, You
1: guys are just four hours ahead of us and, you know, we exist somewhere in between there.
0: And lifestyle wise, but it's just like yeah. crazy to me. Like I go there and I'm just like, why are we not? why do we still have bags? Like, why do we have bags everywhere? It drives me nuts. Yeah. But you know, when
1: I'm in California and I actually purchase something and I don't have a bag, I'm like, Ugh. <laughs>
0: you know, okay. This is what I do. This is how I train myself finally. Cause I'm full. Like I never do it now. I, um, I punish myself. <laughs> so this is something that like, um, our psychotherapist would, would love because she, yeah. that's how she got me out of likes was to punish myself with, like, a rubber band. Uh-huh. But <laughs> the way that I punish myself for not bringing bags is I have to carry everything <laughs> into the cart, and then I have to carry everything into the car, and then I have to, by myself, unload everything singly. Yeah, but big deal. You do that at Sam's Club. But that's what I'm saying, though. It, like, it trains you into, holy crap, I better remember my recycle bags next time, because this is annoying. <laughs>
1: no, it's it's true. I'm I'm very up for, like, the whole um, green earth. Uh, there's actually an REI project, 52 uh, things I saw that. that you can do. Like, I'm going to look into it, and I think, uh, yeah, that it would be great if we could, like, talk about that some other time. Sure, but
0: anyway, sure. going back to... Uh, Vegans, plant-based yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. So some other options. So it doesn't feel like we just have sides on the table. Um... But I mean it's weird cuz like what I'm learning slowly is that we've relegated these things to sides. Mm-hmm. Brussels sprouts, sweet potatoes, when really they can easily be main courses. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. What's
0: been your journey? Because I've heard too, that you kind of had to ease into it a little bit as well.
2: Yeah. So my journey actually going vegan took me quite a bit of time. Um, You know, you mentioned the elephants and I was living in Thailand. And so I was exposed to just, you just see everything. You see the way animals are treated and it really opens your eyes. And I became more aware, like I was reading about factory farming and all of that. And maybe like the first week I was in Thailand, I was coming back from the elephants, sanctuary and, um, just in the van. And I looked, I looked out the window and there was a truck filled with pigs going off to slaughter. And it was just that moment, something clicked and I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm never eating meat again. And then it took me probably another four years to go vegan. Oh wow! I always, um, and I was surrounded by people that were vegan, but I was like, Oh no, there's no way. Like I can't give up cheese. I don't want to give up eggs. I pizza's a food group, right? you know, like it's just, it wasn't going to happen. And I was living abroad and finally, Right before I was coming back to Vegas, because Vegas, I've lived in on and off since 2005. Um, My friends and I were sitting in Spain and talking about going vegan and she's vegan. And she was like, you just need to do it. And so I was like, "Okay, you know what? You're right. I do when I get to Vegas and there's options and I can communicate clearly and it's easy for me to be vegan. Cause at that point in Spain, you know, ham's a food group there yeah, and it's, it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, I ordered a vegetarian sandwich when there was ham on it. Yeah. And I was like, what's this? They're like, jamón, yeah. And, I'm like, oh. Oh, and I'm like, "Right, not a vegetable, <laughs> right. but it's acorn fed. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so that was it. You know, I, I came back here and um, I'm, we'll probably get into like the vegans baby story later, but, um, that was the driving force. I just, that was it. I was going to come back okay. here. And I was going to go vegan.
1: Yeah. Four years. I mean, what's in, what, what are you like thinking? It's, it's, is it like a conscious like click or, mm-hmm. you know, because I find it hard on my day to day, Mm -hmm. even if I say, oh, I want to eat healthy. But like what's put in front of me, it's like, "Okay, I'm hungry.
0: I want to try it or whatever. Mm -hmm. I want to have it.
1: Yeah. And if if somebody else has that control,
0: you know what I mean? Right. That's the only thing that's available. Yeah. I mean, it has to be a conscious effort every single time is what I'm noticing, at least now in the beginning, you know, where uh, because I'll reach for things and I'll think, wait, what am I doing? (laughs) I don't need meat at this meal or you know what I mean, because it's it's. We've been conditioned since, yeah. like, birth for most of us, yeah. you know, right? Unless we grew up, you know, with vegan parents or uh-huh. plant-based parents, mm-hmm. which most of us didn't in America. Dude, that didn't exist we were, like, born. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, that was one of the things, actually, that uh, my husband and I have been talking about in the last couple of weeks is I was a vegetarian for 10 years when I got out of college for similar reasons to you where I learned about the slaughter of veal, like, mm-hmm. how they make veal, and I was it was a game changer for me back then. And so for 10 years, I didn't eat any meat at all. Um, And it was just like that. I snapped the next day. Um, And then, you know, life happened. And, you know, I have always been very interested in food. And then I became a chef and it just seemed like it wasn't doable anymore. But here's the thing. What's different about this time period is that time period, when I was 20, it was like nearly impossible. Like the vegan burgers sucked. Oh, yeah. They tasted so terrible. They were so grainy or beanie or whatever yeah. it was. I think it was like Boca burgers. Yeah. Although I hate to do that, but <laughs> I don't like Boca burgers. I like a lot of the burgers that are out now. Um, and it was just so much harder. And it just seemed like a lot more. I don't know, like people were more against it. And it doesn't seem like people are against it now. You know, it seems no. like it's more acceptable yeah and people don't frown upon you telling it's, them that it's actually really cool now yeah it's, yeah it's, it's just like do whatever you want it's like, almost cool. mainstream yeah it feels mainstream mm-hmm. yeah um since we talked about the elephants mm-hmm. let's go ahead and how did that happen because yeah. that's kind of like louis <laughs> and my dream job it, uh, it, it uh, was uh, elephant nature park oh, in okay. chiang mai
1: chiang mai um, i've been to yeah have so. you yeah but my my story is like a little bit of yeah it, it was a disaster <laughs> so. At Ele- at Elephant Nature Park, yeah. <laughs> so it was a while back. I think it was uh it was a uh, called May Tang. Oh, that's a different one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's not it's not the one I worked for. No. Okay. Gotcha. So yeah, they sl- they put us on top of an elephant. Oh, yeah. They're really really smart creatures. They can do math. They mm-hmm. can
0: play soccer. Uh, they're probably smarter than us. <laughs> they are. We they're were starting great. to learn that. Yeah.
1: now. They're great. So they put us on top of the uh, elephants and uh, for their little elephant ride. Mm-hmm. And you know you're—it's kind of like a bench strapped on their back. Yeah, and you just have this little bar. I'm pretty sure I did that when I was a little kid. So you know, I was like, oh. and then the the lead bull elephant that was in front of the pack just got spooked well, and scampered, and then all of them just like followed.
2: I'm surprised they actually had a bull elephant because the one, one of the things that as soon as I got to the park, I learned is that they're incredibly dangerous yes. and they should never be around people. Right. Even if they've been like broken, uh-huh. they're just, they're, they're temperamental. Um, if they're in like must, which is heat, they, I mean... So they're the A of the group. Yeah, yeah. Like I would never, I would never go near a a male elephant. I mean, yeah. (laughs) So tell us what it was like, because I think a lot of us would like to know. Yeah. So I actually went there for the first time. Just they run a program where you can volunteer, and I went there. And uh, at that time, I was a travel writer and I had a blog. And I was talking to the founder, uh, Lech Tyler, telling her about it. And she's smart. And she's like, "Okay, well, why don't you come with me?" Knowing that you know, if she, if I shadowed her, I would write about it and start you know telling people about the realities of elephant tourism. So she took me and another girl into the field, um, with the family herd of elephants, which I think at that time was about 10 elephants. And we're sitting in the field with all of these elephants surrounding us. And it was the like scariest, most awesome, most like Amazing, awe-inspiring experience I've ever had in my life. And while we were there, we learned about the reality. So, you know, any elephant, like if you're riding an elephant, that elephant has gone through what they call the crush, which is a systematic torture Mm -hmm. um, for days and days and days until their spirit's broken. Because the family bonds here are really, really strong with elephants. And, um they won't just do things on their own. So all of those things they're trained to do through, through abuse. So when she told me that I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. Uh, I'm a travel writer. Let me tell people, because at that time my blog was one of the top like 100 in the, in the world. And I knew all the really, really influential travel bloggers. And so I'm like, you guys, did you know this? Oh my goodness. And then from there, once I got back from that, from that trip, um, That was it. It's all I could think about. Um, It's all I could talk about. It was elephants. Like, oh, Diana, here's 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 the elephants. You know, like people got me elephant stuffed animals. It was it was it was a a (laughs) thing. And then um, maybe six months later, I I emailed Leck and I was like, you know, look, I'm going to quit my job. Uh, I'm going to quit my job in Vegas and I'm going to move to Thailand. I'm going to be a digital nomad. I'm just going to work remotely and, and write. But I would really like the opportunity to come work for you. I don't care if I'm scooping poop. I don't care if I'm cutting bananas. This is what I want. And she's like, you know what? I would like your writing, come to, to ENP, come work for the foundation, do public relations, do social media and write and, and we'll get you a visa. And so that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like three months just later, like I, I I got on a plane and I moved to Thailand and I was there for two and a half years working, working in that industry. So during that time, most of the work was you know in an office where it was just you know, getting people to understand ENP and and the foundation and what really goes on with elephants. And then expanding beyond that, it's not just elephants and tourism. It's all animals and tourism right. mm-hmm. that there's abuse at every level and how to responsibly, you know, experience animals, which is basically you don't. You watch them. You don't go near them. You don't. That's it. Does that mean even no safaris? or um, Safari, like if that's a good one, because it's um, it really depends on what safari you're doing. Like if okay. you've got like a, a lineup of 30, like vehicles. And then that's not, awesome. it's, it's not, no, because it's, it, it's impacting their, their behavior right. and their movement. So really you want to be as far away from them as possible and just view them without impacting or touching their lives. Okay. And All it's, right. it's difficult to do. Um, but so I learned about that and then we went undercover to a couple different countries, um, to learn about like the way they're training their elephants. Um, I was a part of two rescues, uh, opening a new sanctuary in Cambodia, um, and just being at the park, uh, you know, being an ambassador, we brought, uh, we brought in Owen Wilson and Lake Bell when they were filming, uh, Ooh, I think it's called no escape in Chiang Mai. Um, so they all came up to the park and it was just, it was basically my role was to make people aware. Right. Mm-hmm. And for two and a half years, I did that.
0: That's interesting That's because like all of us grew up in a time period where, Elephants and orcas tigers mm-hmm. and dolphins. Yep. It was like somewhere we would go to an amusement park or a zoo or a circus, and we didn't know any better. Yeah. You know, and it took me, gosh, until I was an adult to really start to understand, you know, what these animals go through. And it's like a totally different life yeah. now. It's yeah. just knowing all this stuff that I didn't know before and seeing blackfish. Oh my gosh, that oh. changed my life too. Blackfish. Horrible. So, Um, I mean, I can imagine actually being there for more than two years. I mean, you can't. What about the cove? That's another one. Yeah, that's, ooh, Mm. I can't. I can't. can't Oh, I get Uh, The cove is like, right? Watch the cove. But yeah, elephants.
1: um, Yeah. I saw them controlling the elephants with like hooks. Yep. Especially when they ran, they got really rough with it. Oh, for sure. That's that's the way
2: they're trained is, is yeah. with hooks, with, yeah. with nails they'll hold nails or have slingshots. And and get them
0: to listen to listen to them with by by pain. Yeah. Wow. And it goes back to what Maya Angelou said, when you know better, do better. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's sort of to me it sounds like that's kind of where your journey really kind of you took the flip.
2: Yeah, it's where it started, you know. Um when I left Thailand, I knew that I still wanted to speak for the animals, but being in animal rights and and being exposed to what to that torture and just from all animals, not just elephants and seeing that every day is really really damaging. It's really hard and I'm one of those people that I wear my heart on my sleeve and I'm very very sensitive when it comes to like animal pain and abuse and I couldn't do it anymore. Like I just hit a wall where I was like I can I can't watch another animal be put down. I I can't I can't see Another animal come in hurt. It's just I'm just done, and so I wanted to continue being an activist, but I needed to figure out a different way to do it. Right. And so finally, when I went vegan, it was okay. This is my activism. My activism is vegans' baby, and being an advocate for animals that way instead of animal rights and animal activism in the in the more pure sense of what you envision,
0: right. That's very similar to um, the guy, I can't remember his name, in the Game Changers documentary that uh, works with the poachers, and he was there to save animals from poachers Mm -hmm. in Africa, and he felt like... I'm doing this every day to save rhinoceros, giraffes, elephants. And then I turn around and I have dinner and I'm eating another animal. It felt disingenuous. Yeah. So I'm working on that plant-based lifestyle. I love it. Because of all mm-hmm. these reasons. Right. Because of the environment. Yeah. Because of my health. Um, the Game Changers documentary. The interesting parts about people just completely changing their uh, how their genes work just by going plant-based. Um, you'll find it highly interesting. This is the I'm best one sure. I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, so what are some tips for the triatarian and or the OMD one meal a day mm-hmm. or once a week or twice a week? I'm up to about five days a week. That's so. awesome. Uh, okay. That's cool. How do I go all the way? So I think the
2: easiest way is to kind of ease into it. You know, I, a lot of people have the idea that veganism is all about perfection and you can never be a perfect vegan. It's just, you can't, um, you know, you, you're, your are phone, was, has, is, is not begin. Uh, <laughs> your tires in your car aren't vegan. So it's just, it's, it's not being so hard on yourself. is the first thing you need to do. Okay. The second is, is switching out like key ingredients. So instead of using real butter, use earth balance. Instead of using dairy milk, use nu- use a nut milk. Um, if you want a good burger, try the beyond burger or try the impossible burger instead of meat. And it's making right. those easy switches of the mock, the mock meats, the mock cheeses and things like that to ease you in a little bit and replace Just start replacing things. Go through your cabinet and replace all the animal-based products with plant-based products. Right. Okay. And just do that. And honestly, um, especially in Vegas, we have no shortage of restaurants here, vegan restaurants that you can take omnivores to, you can go to, um, that give you the
0: vegan comfort food so it doesn't feel like you're missing out on anything. Tell us a little bit about that since we have you here. Sure. Uh, Your website is really great when it comes to details about places where Mm -hmm. you can get, you know, and they're just, they're regular Restaurants that are not necessarily vegan. Some of them are. Some of them aren't. A Mm -hmm. lot of them aren't. Most of them aren't. And, you know, it's like you said, you got to go with your parents mm-hmm. or your friends or whoever, or maybe you just want to go to the restaurant. Yeah. It's the hot new restaurant. Exactly. Um, tell us about some of your favorites. Cause I know you got some great pictures up there <laughs> and some awesome things that I want to try. Like I want to try the cauliflower that's on there Ooh. that I saw. It was Which like cauliflower with Holly jalapenos. Oh, that's a Violet's it's vegan. Yeah. Yeah. That's really mm. good cauliflower. Okay. So give us some of your favorites, favorite like comfort food, favorite restaurants, favorite <sighs> dishes. Let's start with like some dishes. Okay. Right. Favorite dishes. I like can't miss for people that are more triatarian oh. like or trying to eat more plant based. OK, so for pizza,
2: because I mean, pizza was one of the hardest things I had to give that up. That would be really hard. For it's me. really hard. And a lot of people have this idea that that vegan cheese is disgusting and it's. Grown up a lot the past few years, oh, for sure. Yeah. There's it's not just Daya anymore. There's tons of options now. Um, I think the best vegan pizza in town you can get it at Good Pie, you can get it at a place called Pizza Company where he's making his own cheese, or you Ooh. can go to the All Vegan Vegano's Kitchen um, in North Vegas, okay. and that mm. pizza is like that greasy hangover pizza. You know, it's Ooh. like when you don't feel good in the morning, you're like, I just need something greasy in my stomach. Ooh. You go there and get that.
1: Oh, um, definitely. So
2: those are my pizza places. Those are the ones <sighs> I dream up. Oh, and I Naked have- City. Sorry. Oh, really? No, Naked, Naked City has one. One? Oh, good. Yeah. They have, um, I didn't know Chris. Yeah. That one. They have like four different vegan, um, vegan pizzas on their menu. They have the garlic buns that they make with the vegan cheese in them. Ooh,
0: okay. That's yeah. us. We can All do that. Right. I
2: eat Naked City a lot. You're proprietary in mm-hmm. I'm going to go yeah. right now.
0: <laughs> That's that the closest really to my house. So I'm always okay. like, I need Naked City in my life. And so <laughs> I order it from there. Right. Yeah. So one interesting thing I can tell you, just to add before we go on with the restaurants, Louis, is that you'll learn in that documentary that just even one meal a day can change your health. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, they did blood tests and like they showed the plasma of the people that ate a meat meal and it was all cloudy and creepy. Like, you know, you could see that there wasn't a lot of blood flow. Uh-huh. And then the people that had just like a vegan burrito, suddenly the plasma was clear. So it's a way again to get healthier and to address all these other issues too, because, you know, as we know, and what we're learning is that, you know, if just you, you, switch out one day a week, you can help the environment. You mm-hmm. can mm-hmm. I mean, save thousands of gallons of water and, you know, make a much smaller carbon footprint. Yeah. Right. So even if it's just for one meal or one whole day, mm-hmm. even better, or a couple of days a week.
2: Yeah. You know, it's like I said, it's not about perfection. If you're getting into it, it's, it really is. Ultimately you'll get there. Like yeah. if, if you go vegan or go plant-based in just your diet, you'll be like, oh wait. And you start to learn about all the other things and you're like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to have four meals a week. I'm going to have all my meals a week vegan. Right. And I'm going to get rid of my, my, my cleaners and get all natural ingredients. And you just, you just make the whole switch for your whole life. That's right. True.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay. pizza. So okay. now how about fine dining? Oh,
2: okay. So um, and I know we're going to get into this, but, um, so I just did James Beard, a couple dinners there. And, uh, my favorite restaurants are with, sh- with the fine dining are the ones that came with me to the James okay. Beard house. So, um, off strip, I would say like the really high end with vegan food, you've got Sparrow and Wolf. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Partage. I've been dying to try Partage. Oh, so, I really need to go there. Oh, so, so good. Um, there's sister restaurant eat. Mm-hmm. It's a French restaurant in Chinatown yes.
0: for those of you who don't know.
2: And then EDO. Edo, they do yeah. have vegan options. Edo though. has yeah. a vegan tasting menu. It, it, it's an affordable tasting menu, and it's very fantastic. Affordable. You know, it's one of those because I'm, I'm, I'm a a vegan who really appreciates the creativity in cuisine and not just loading up on the fake meats and cheeses. Right. And all of those restaurants are creative. Yeah. Um, and some of those can be
0: actually honestly bad for you. Some oh, of yeah. the processed oh, vegan food none is if it's good for you. Processed, yeah. you know, it's still processed. Yeah. So you still got the chemicals exactly. and issues there. Um, we're going to go ahead and totally talk about our favorite, uh, <laughs> our favorite place, Bizarre Meat. They have an amazing tomato tartare. Oh, really? It is. Crazy good. It's okay. so good. And mm-hmm. you would love it. So I, I need to try it. Tomato tartare okay. at Bizarre Meat. And it's not very expensive either. I want to say nope. it's 20 something dollars or yeah. really, something. It's delicious. It's so and it's a meal. It. It's feels meaty. Okay.
1: So it's really good. And yeah. any one of the sides that you can actually uh you know buy from Bazaar Meats, I feel like they're show pieces too. Yeah. They're they're the main show. Like the mushrooms are great and, and the piquillo peppers are great. Oh, for on sure. The, the mushrooms are insane.
0: Own. Oh, yeah. The leeks, the, the The asparagus, the cauliflower steak is really good there. That's another thing that's vegan. Yeah. Uh, Is it vegan? It's Uh, vegetarian for sure. Does it have cream in the The puree? puree? Yeah. So you could get it without the puree and you'd make it vegan, but Mm -hmm. it's delicious because it goes into that uh, Jasper oven, which has live fire in it and you've got that super delicious, you know.
2: All right. I'm going to have to go over there and give it a try. It's really good. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: that's casual. Oh, wait, we didn't do strip restaurants for high end. Oh, okay. Sorry, do it. Because only because I love them. Sure. And I just I just did a dinner Please. at Catch.
2: So Catch is like my number one favorite for mm-hmm. high end vegan food. They have um, they they have like a few options on the menu, like in their little vegan section. But they have so many dishes that they can make vegan. Um, I absolutely love it. They have the best call it, like crispy cauliflower I've had. Um, The crab cakes are fantastic. Or vegan crab cakes. Um, just a really good plant based menu. Um, Le Atelier has a vegan tasting menu you can I get. I did not know they yeah, did. You have to give them 24 hours notice, but they will do a beautiful vegan tasting menu for you. Um, who else do I love on this strip?
0: Um, you know, wait, that's a good um, tip too, uh-huh. is especially the high-end restaurants, we will work with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just... Remember that. Don't be afraid to ask because, you know, and ask in advance, like Diana said, like give them a day, because honestly, if someone gave me a day, I could make a million things. We can make a million things that True would that, work yeah. for you. Yeah, we actually- that would still have the flavors and the sauces and the things that would be exactly the same as the person next year who's not plant based. We we
1: actually would like that cuz it, it takes us out of like the humdrum of like
0: normal service. Yes, That's challenging. Yeah, so let's us be creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just it sucks when you do it to us like on the yeah. floor sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, and and you know I think I think as as
2: a as a vegan diner um especially to the high end restaurants and especially on the strip um, you have to be aware that if there's not vegan options and you and you ask, like you do need 24 hours notice.
0: Sometimes we need to go get yeah. stuff for you and yeah. we don't mind doing it. Yeah. Especially I mean, you're going to pay the money, we're going to give you what you want and don't be afraid to ask for it. And also, you know, uh, the higher end restaurants there's a lot of training involved Mm -hmm. with what goes into the food Mm -hmm. and I can speak totally like for Bizarre Meat and and Joe's and places like that that I've worked for they'll go out of their way to help you Um, and they and the servers are so well trained to know like we can make this vegan we can make this vegetarian we can make this pescatarian. there's so many options that are out there it just it just drives us nuts when people get angry at us that's all just don't just be patient with us (laughs) be nice Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah be nice to us and we'll be nice to your food exactly Um, there's also okay so harvest Oh, at Bellagio, dying to try that. Oh place. my gosh, uh, Royallamar.
2: Uh, he, he just he just did the dinner with me, and he is fantastic. His food is beautiful. Some of the most beautiful food I've ever seen uh, is at Harvest. So I think those are like my top three on this trip. Okay. And then there's like for fast casual, um, Taco Terian. Mm. I've been hearing about uh-huh. that place All vegan um, It's It's um, Mexican They've got like 15 different types of tacos They have a
0: killer brunch I can totally be on board for Mexican Oh yeah vegan. It's where delicious It's
2: on Fort Apache um, in, in the southwest Okay I forget Close to where, where lives. Yeah oh, It's
0: taco terrian for the triatarian right, There you go <laughs> Amazing
2: I mean I There's there plenty of people that go there that aren't vegan And they love it It's real good Um one of my favorites. Uh, other fat, I don't know if necessarily fast, casual, but casual. Um, Go vegan which is on rainbow. They have a lot of raw options and then cooked options as well and I really like I love they have a vegan omelet that I'm just obsessed with but mm. it's really good. Is it like a flax egg? No, it's it's tofu. But oh. however they make it because I am not a chef, it's why I, that's why I, like, I, <laughs> I cannot cook so vegans baby was my way of going out and basically being like okay, I'm just going to write about all the food I'm eating because I can't make it myself. Um so there's a lot We can teach you, don't Thank worry, you. Diana. I mean, I'm slowly learning like the chef's like Diana, Enough. You really can't cook. I'm like, yeah. mm, nope, sure it's can't. Easier than you think it is. I but. have I have my InstaPot <laughs> and my in my air fryer, and that's that's as far as I go. I can show you air fryer and InstaPot oh, things see, that I are easy. Them.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let me see so other restaurants. We'll plug one of our friends again. Oh, do it. Valencia and Gold. Oh they yeah, have they're good. Some mm-hmm. really great. They have a vegan. Um, rice slash yep. bowl that you can do there and there's a ton of vegetables yep. that you can take and i actually the last time that i ate there did not have any meat when i was there so and it was delicious right on jeffrey yeah. for yep. us it's how i love guys? Mm-hmm. i love their,
1: their their rice it's really good um how about sweet
2: treats uh, vegan bites Okay, Mm. so their bakery on Eastern and they're very like cognizant of gluten free and and allergens. So a lot of their desserts can be made um, gluten free or no nuts. Um, They have another shop or a restaurant over on West Sahara. So they have more desserts there and then food as well. Um, Modern Vegan, if if you haven't been there, their desserts are killer. Modern Um, Vegan, what's that? It's by UNLV. Okay, mm. their, that's how a town has a lot of good food. Yeah, it really does. But their food, it's like it's the ultimate junk food. Like you know, they have every Thursday they've got like the the Whopper that they make and it's like two patties and melted cheese. It's you know, you take you take people there that are transitioning and you're like, here you go, and it's just heaven for them because they get to have their fried chicken, they get to have their burgers, um, they have their desserts are just insane. They have a deep fried peanut butter and jelly. All right, yeah, I mean, I know,
0: right? That's all you had to peanut butter. So see, in. here's the thing about chefs though, it's like we love food, mm-hmm. so if you're gonna serve us delicious, We'll eat it. Yeah. So yeah. don't you know, we have nothing against not eating meat. Um, but I mean, Louie is definitely a triatarian. Yeah. She's not as close as I am to like, you know, the, trying, trying to go plant based. Yeah. But like she'll eat it if it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's pretty much everybody. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as we talk to hospitality community, like give us something good. Yeah. And we'll go there. And we'll frequent it. <laughs> yeah.
1: See, the problem is with me, I it's the busy lifestyle. Like, I don't have time to meal prep for myself. Yeah. So right. I kind of just, like, uh, rely, you know, wherever I go. Yeah. That's so why knowing, the fast casual is kind of yeah, important mm-hmm. for knowing, us. Knowing where these things are. Um, yeah. I think. The uh, options. I think uh, I'll be able to, you know, incorporate it. What, what
0: about what? our new girl, uh, Paradise City Creamery. Oh, oh Valerie, yes, she's yes, amazing. Valerie, yeah. That's the best ice
2: cream I've ever had. Mm-hmm. She's fantastic. And it's full vegan. Oh my yep. God. All of it's. And I think the, I the need cones are it. gluten free.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's magical. It's uh, very easy on the body
2: i I want to try
1: it it's very light um very flavorful very creative flavors Mm -hmm. and you know um, and sexy as hell yeah Yeah, very sexy as hell
0: vegan sexy Mm -hmm. (laughs) vegan
1: sexy and just like overall sexy val's amazing yeah you've got like great energy
0: i'm so for it i'm so for it um so vegan sexy to vegans baby (laughs) okay so is it kind of like a play on vegas baby yeah Okay. Literally yeah. like we
2: came, I came up with the name one night. It was, it was in Spain after I decided I was moving back here and I was going to launch something that would show. Cause when I was going vegan, I, when I was with my friend that day and I was like, okay, I'll go vegan. And we Googled vegan restaurants in Vegas and there were four. And then I looked at happy cow, which is like this international app for vegan and vegetarian options. And there was like 10 restaurants and I've lived here long enough time. I'm like, there's no way there's no way that those are the only options right and I was like I I can't do it if those are the options and I was like okay you know what I'm gonna go I'm gonna go find the restaurants that have vegan food and don't even realize they have vegan food or can make things vegan and I'm gonna write about it and show people that it's not as hard as as they think it is and if I can go vegan and even though it took me as long as it did then you can go vegan so um, such a wonderful idea Mm -hmm. like just you know I wanted to make it approachable and fun because it hasn't really been approachable and fun and
0: go check it out because it's really easy to navigate the site and it's got a lot of. Of great pictures, mm-hmm. which you know, chefs were visual people. We <laughs> like to see the pictures and it's a lot of beautiful food. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can kind of also tell like where around town things are. And I love that part and of we it. Got a map. Yeah. So it's really cool. So you were trying to help yourself yeah. and help others at the same yeah. time, which is always a great way to start a business mm-hmm. because there's a need for it. Mm-hmm. So you got the desire and it's something that you're passionate about. Yep. Yeah. So how did it go from there? So you decided to start it. I and decided then... to start it. I moved back here and I just started
2: eating out a lot, like almost every meal. Um, R&D. I mean, it, we was call it, restaurant restaurant exactly. it was our R&D. I'm like, this is a write-off. Website R&D. Yes. <laughs> yep, <start laughs> My whole life
1: is a write-off basically <laughs> because you have to eat every day. I think that's going to be me in the first quarter of next year. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm a living R&D machine.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Where do I want to work? Yeah. <laughs> so you start I going to a million places. Yeah, I just
2: started doing that and started um, writing and taking photos of it. And um, that first year, it started to pick up a little bit. Like I would have meetups at Vegination, who was one of my original supporters. They've always been so kind and so supportive of all the work I've been doing. Uh, so I would have meetups there. And then maybe a little more than a year in, Uh, I had an event at, they're, they're closed now, but it was at an Indian restaurant and a PR team brought me in and they're like, you know, we, this, this, this restaurant really
0: wants to attract the vegan community. They have a lot of vegan options. And if you didn't know this, um, that's a great way to go vegan and go really super tasty is Indian food. Yeah, yeah. So there's a whole part of their culture called the Jain culture that that's all they eat is vegetarian. Mm-hmm. And so, and that's their culture and yeah. their lifestyle. So that's a great option for yeah. people who want to kind of try a OMD a couple of times a week. Cause Indian food is just, some of the most flavorful food in the world. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they've been doing this for generations. So they really know what they're doing with vegetables. Yes, So good. So we,
2: I met with them. And so we decided that they were going to launch a vegan buffet. And, you know, we don't really have vegan buffets. We've got one right now that's every day and that's Govinda. Okay. So they said, okay, we're going to launch this buffet. Will you, will you make an event? So I said, sure, no problem. And the event had more than 120 people showed up. And I sat there and I was like, oh, okay, like people Demand. are listening. All right. Yeah. So from there, it just kind of, it grew. I started doing events. Uh, I started partnering with restaurants and saying, look, you know, if you want help with your menu, I'm happy to help you. Um, to be on my site, you have to have three vegan options. They have to be fully vegan. It's not sides and salads. It has to be something creative or not even creative. It just has to be vegan right. and be an option for people that is isn't just a baked potato. So right. I started working with restaurants and doing events. So they would, they would launch their vegan section and we'd have a big event. And then- um, I decided I was going to do a vegan dining month, and so every January there's this international challenge called Veganuary, where people sign up to Which take is this challenge. Up. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah. So I'm thinking the triatarian can go. Vegan yes, for like that Ooh, month, oh. January. Can mm-hmm. you do all January? It, are you Lily? challenging me because oh. I love a good challenge. A look, of, <laughs> you
0: I look are good, challenged, uh, yeah. and I, challenge. I've
2: set you up really good for January yeah, because so true. I started a vegan dining month, mm-hmm. and the first year I had 20 restaurants, and then the second year I had 34, and we're getting ready to to do January again this year, um, and we've actually expanded. So I've got a partner in San Diego and a partner in Portland doing vegan dining month as well there. So for that month, restaurants have more vegan options, and then at the end of the month, they donate a portion of the proceeds to a charity. And this year, it's a home. For spot, so I did that. Oh, Love cool. it, yeah. And then I started. My friend was talking one day, and he's like, "You know, you should really do food tours." And I was like, "Oh, okay." So I launched a, a, a Vegas food tour, and then I launched a, a guidebook. So I have a uh, that that came to be, and then it just it kind of just like blew up the past year. Um, I had, I just finished a tour in Thailand with 10 people, taking people on a tour of the country. I saw that on the food. website and I'm uh-huh. so in for that. Oh. I'm, I'm
0: thinking I want to go to the next one. There like, will be
2: another one. I want to launch more tours like all over the world. That would be awesome. Um, so basically that's, it's kind of where it is. Uh, you know, I, I, James Beard, life is beautiful. It
0: all happened this year. And let's talk about that yeah. because um, I've cooked at the James Beard house. Mm-hmm. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> it's amazeballs. Um It's pretty funny though, too, because the kitchen is like... <laughs> smaller than the (laughs) patio that we're sitting on right now. It's super tight. And I want to say the fryer is maybe five or six inches wide. There's two little ones and there's a tiny little basket. So you can imagine cooking for a hundred plus people. It's a challenge, but that's kind of like the fun of it because it's so old and the stairs are creaky oh yeah (laughs) so tell us first how you got there because this is a lot of like restaurant lovers restaurant chefs dream to be cooking being at the james beard curating an event there yeah
2: um so last january uh the director of house programming reached out to me from the james beard house um uh
0: you know, you're cool when they reach out. Yeah. To you. I was like, I saw <laughs> oh it in my God. contact form and I was like,
2: this is a joke. I'm like, no, <laughs> no the James way. Beard. Family, just
0: stop it.
2: You know, yeah. and, I, and I've been in the restaurant industry and work with chefs long enough to know, like if the James Beard house is talking to you, like it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Yeah. So um, the director of house programming, Isabella, reached out to me and said she had seen a post about Border Girls vegan vegan food for the month of January because they were a partner.
0: Sue and Susan, we
2: love you. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I love you. So She saw, she saw Chef Sue's post and was like, oh, Okay. And they had just started a vegan, a vegan meal series. So once a month they were doing a vegan dinner at the James Beard house. And so we talked and she said, you know, she really admired what I was doing here and the changes I was making here and the way the vegan scene was evolving here. And would I be interested in curating a dinner at the James Beard house, bringing Las Vegas chefs that are excelling in, in plant-based cuisine? And and you screamed on the inside. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I like, I'm, I cried. Of course. Cause yeah. yes, obviously, of course I, I would never say no to the James yeah, Beard house. I will. (laughs) Yeah, and so it, uh, I... It just, it just kind of happened after that. You know, she's like, you know, it can be however many chefs you want, but typically it's five courses and, you know, kind of pays to start. So I went through the list of chefs that I really respect and admire and the the dishes I really love. And I just started reaching out to the chefs and said, Hey, you know, so turns out I'm curating a dinner at the James Beard house and it's vegan. And I know you're not vegan and I know your restaurant's not vegan, but man, do you make some really good vegan food and right. I'd love yeah. to have you. And of course they're like, yeah. Oh yeah. I want to go to New York city and cook at the James- yes. oh, Oh, of beard course. And so for the most the part, win, win, win. Yeah, the for the most part, the the first round of chefs I had had never been only uh, Brian Howard, I think, had been there that first time. Everyone else was new. And then um, then I just got back last week from doing the second of curation there. So Mm -hmm. it was another round of chefs, another different uh, dinner there. And I believe we're going to be doing more of them. I don't want to. That's so awesome. I mean, yes. I hope so. It's the plan. Um, So it's just cementing dates and stuff like that. But uh, that's that's basically how it
0: happened. So as a chef, it's so much fun to go there and see how it's all done. Mm. So it's a very tight, small kitchen. And you know for a fact that Julia Child has been there (laughs) and Nancy Silverton and and all these like amazing chefs have cooked there. So there's that, obviously. Yeah, but just they've done it for so long that those servers are super old school and the food runners they they crack me up like they're just kind of like they know exactly how to do it and they can put i've never i've worked in a lot of great restaurants and joe's like they're awesome at expoing i mean they expo for a thousand twelve hundred people every night when it's busy season but at the james beard house it's absolutely insane the expo there i mean uh, you saw it, like, no? I actually, I was. Oh, up you at didn't the get dinner. To see it? Okay, no, I, I don't. But wanna, you know how fast well, it went, yeah, right? Like I didn't want to be downstairs because it is
2: such a tiny kitchen, and I have five chefs plus so their helpers.
0: <laughs> I have pictures. I'll put them up on a uh, Two Sharp Chefs Instagram and, and Facebook accounts. Um, but it's super interesting because literally a hundred twenty, you know, plates at exactly the same yeah. time. I mean, it's insane. You just and you just see the chefs and, you know, the sous chefs just like boom, 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 It's boom, assembly boom, boom. line. And yeah. this is, you know, fine dining. Right. So it's like Robichon type of, you know, plating. <laughs> yeah. It's serious like flowers and tweezers and stuff. Yeah. But it's they're so organized mm-hmm. and the servers are so organized that they can just, you know, they've got. Eight plates, you know, and they're taking them up these creaky, tiny little like wood stairs and, you know, because there's all these different rooms there mm-hmm. in the James Beard house. And it's it's just something to watch. And I mean, I had chills the whole time oh, yeah. I was there. I was like, oh, my
2: God, this is so cool. That first dinner I walked out because I, I might have changed since you've been there. Um, so they have the atrium in the back and then you go up the back set of stairs to the dining room now. And oh, it's just that has that, changed. It's just that dining room that's open now. So it's about 55 seats. Um, oh, then it definitely. Changed. Yeah. So that first, uh, that first time I was, he- I was there in July, uh, and I didn't know what to expect. It was just kind of like, okay, I brought these chefs, right. make your, make your magic. And so I walked out onto the balcony overlooking the atrium and I looked down and they've done a staging area. And so I looked down and every chef is like hands on. They're all helping each other. And I'm right. sitting there and I'm like. I'm going to cry. It right. Was just, just seeing that and just the way they all it was just this beautiful, like choreography unit. You know, yeah. it's like they were all working together and it was just a really, really cool thing to see. So, you know, it's just that house is magical. One of your proudest moments. Oh, 100 percent. Like the past
0: two dinners highlights of my career for 100 for absolute sure. That's so awesome. Yeah. I love that. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. That's amazing. What's your
2: next step? Uh, more events. So uh, after the James Beer dinners, I've always brought the dinners back here. And uh, Chef Andrew Carroll, who actually cooked at both of my, my, uh James beer dinners uh, has been really instrumental and in setting up the catch. So we have recreated the James beer dinner at catch both times. Oh. So I definitely, I want to start doing more of those events. I think there's a definite need in this city. Oh, for sure. Because there's no, Vegas doesn't have any high end vegan dining, like vegan restaurants. It, right. it doesn't exist. Right. Um, it's more of like a veganuary kind yeah, of thing yeah. or like a week or, you yeah, know, there's, there's no restaurant that is, is, fine dining. That's plant-based. That's all they do. Yeah. Yeah. And so these experiences are high-end plant-based experiences. So I want to start doing more of those. Uh, I'm going to be launching more tours my new guidebooks coming out and then expanding to other cities. Like I'm slowly starting that with the, with I saw that on your website. Yeah, It's very awesome. cool. Yeah. Having like little destination guides to other cities and things like that. It's, it's I, you know, my, my goal is to make it easy and for people not to be like, Oh, I couldn't give this up because you know what I did. So you probably can too. And yeah. just make it approachable.
0: All right. On the fly. It's uh. Almost everybody's favorite segment of the podcast. 60 seconds rapid fire questions with Diana Edelman of Vegans Baby. Ready? Yes. Go. The food you can't live without. Pizza. Best
1: tool for your job. Computer. Great spot to chill in Las Vegas.
2: The park. Sunset park.
1: Nice. Cat or dog person. Both. Favorite fruit or veggie. Passion fruit.
0: Ooh, good one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Dessert craving. Cake. Most inspirational person? My mom. Aww.
1: (laughs) Awesome. Dream place to travel and eat?
2: Ooh. um, I really want to go to Iceland and try the food there. They've got a pretty good
0: vegan scene. That's what I've heard, yeah. Wow. Interesting. Uh, Childhood favorite food? Oh, pizza.
1: (laughs) Guilty pleasure pizza <laughs>
2: all right something besides pizza <laughs> yeah. um i really i really like the gardine chicken strips and putting them in the air fryer <laughs> Ooh.
0: yeah favorite alcoholic beverage
2: Ooh. um oh do i have to answer it no yeah. oh, okay um that's so hard i just had 1942 for the first time and that's pretty damn amazing um i like a good red good red wine like a pinot cab cab typically uh whole foods has one that's like Maybe nine ninety nine because it's budget, but it's uh, it's organic and it's vegan, so I I'll go
0: like just grab that because it's consistent and so Not expensive. That's a question uh-huh. since you know more than us at this yep. point about vegan food. Um, do we have to watch out for that? Because yeah. Okay, because I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm just thinking uh, grapes, grapes. Right, I know. Grapes are veggies. They're fruit. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how, is there like a list there's somewhere? A, there's <laughs> an
2: app you can get called Barnivore. Barnivore. And oh, you can, it, it's not all of the, the products, obviously, but it will tell you um, a good chunk of them that are fine, that are that are vegan or if they've been fine with like uh, fish bladder or egg whites and things like that.
0: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, See, that's a yeah. secret kind of so. yeah.
2: Thing. And then there's a company called Vegan Wines, and they have like a wine club, and they're a wine distributor. And okay, you know, great. if you go to veganwines.com, everything's vegan. Like you don't even have to worry. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. and they're I really to good my, wines. Talk to my winemaker friends too about oh, yeah. this. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna sell it now, okay. Diana. So tell us about your social media, your website, how people can reach you. Literally everything is vegans' baby. Vegansbaby.com okay. at vegansbaby on all
2: the social media. Um, if people want to have questions they can always reach out to me through any of those methods or they can email me at info at um typically like the questions i get asked are where should i go and i have a guidebook you can download for all of that um thank yeah you so
0: much diana thank from you. vegans baby and we can't wait to look at the website we're gonna go check it out and it was really a uh, very enjoyable talking right. to you I thank you so time. much
1: thank you louie how did they get at us you can get us two sharp chefs on our Instagram at two sharp chefs on our Facebook at two sharp chefs and a microphone and at our email address at two sharp chefs at gmail.com.
0: And if you've tried some cool vegan restaurants or vegan entrees, ideas that you have out there, please send them to us. We always like to hear about it. Uh, also, story ideas, tips. We're always out there and looking for people to talk to. Or just to say hi. Yeah. Or just say hi to us Just and like hi. our pictures. That's okay. fine. We're cool with that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Send us a selfie. Mm. Thank you so much for Diana and Louis. This is Lorraine signing off, two sharp chefs and a microphone. Thank you.